On this episode, get ready for the blessing. The best days of your life are coming. It's going to be overflowing abundantly good. Right on radio. Right on radio. And welcome to Right on Radio. I am your host. My name is Jeff, and I want to thank you for taking part in this broadcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. This episode is going to be a little bit lighter in nature because I've done a couple heavy ones lately, particularly the one that's got a lot of interest is the one about the satanic cult in Hollywood, and I'm going to be doing a couple very strong follow-ups to that. But this one, let's talk about some good stuff. If you have ever met me in person or know me or follow me on a personal level, you'll know that I'm also a teacher of things like the law of attraction, money, real estate, and other things like that. I create online courses and I write books. I'm not here to promote that. But I just want to say that in the front end to let you know that I actually know what I'm talking about with this. And, you know, years ago, the movie The Secret came out and everybody fell in love with this idea that you could just kind of name it and proclaim it. But I pointed out in my book, Fitting to the Affluence, that there's actually a real danger in that and they're not giving you the whole story. So I teach on the advanced law of attraction, as I call it, and I partner it with a thing called the God Module. Now, the God Module sounds like a religious thing, but it's really not. It's more the scientific way that this works and works together with it, because there are forces that want to bring you things, and the way you communicate with the universe or your God uh, really will result in some respects, but there are some dangers, and you have to act, be careful what you ask for. So I found a video the other day, just in my morning studies, and I just thought it was so profound because many of the key principles that I teach, I could really summarize so much of my teachings into just a few words. And that would be stewardship is one thing that's really important. If you don't take care of what you have right now, don't expect to be given more really basic concept. And another thing that really unlocks the mysteries of how to get more stuff coming to you is to be a thankful person. If you're not thankful for something, why would you get more? Imagine your kids, you give your kids the greatest thing in the world and they're not thankful for it. Do you feel like you want to give them another gift right away? Of course not. So it kind of works the same way when we, when our thoughts convey these things to God or to universe, it's all dependent on our, what our heart attitude is with this. So I'm going to present to you a, a message that I found. I'm going to be really upfront to you because this really is not meant to be a preaching broadcast, but this is a Christian message. It's a motivational message. If you're not a Christian, it's not over the top reading scriptures or like that. It's more of a motivational clip and it's from ChristNation.com. Net and the actual uh, name of the thing is Get Ready for the Best Days, Overflowing Blessings Are Coming Your Way. Powerful motivational video. And they just touched on so many key factors in a very short period of time. I think it's about 10, 11 minutes. It's so worth listening to. And I believe that your life will be much better for this. And listen, if we can rise up together, if we can 
increase our vibrational energy together, more positivity in this world, more love in this world, and of course, more abundance of goodness. That's what it's all about. So when you listen to this, if you are not a Christian, just whenever they mention the word God, just substitute in your mind the word universe. Now, I would like to tell you in a private conversation that maybe you should be selecting God, but I'm not going to do that here today. So without further ado, here, take a listen to this video. And by the way, let me know what you think. Remember, like, share, and subscribe to this broadcast, and I appreciate each one of you. Right on, right on, right on. I want you to know that you are where God wants you to be at this very moment. And every experience is part of His divine plan. God is not punishing you, but rather He's preparing you. So you need to trust His plans and not your pain. God has placed you where you are, and He has placed you there for this moment, and He has placed you there for a reason. So remember this and trust that He's working everything out. God puts dreams in our hearts and writes a destiny over our lives. And if we trust Him enough to take Him for His word, we will find ourselves on a journey towards the fulfillment of that dream. But unfortunately, the path that takes us to the promise is always wrought with tickets and thorns. Nothing we're having has ever come easy or without opposition. Storms will come, the lions will roar, and our fears will be confronted. Now God allows the path to be difficult because He intends on refining us and preparing us for our place of promise. He is intent on extracting from us that which our enemy would love to leverage against us. God loves us too much to promote us before we are ready. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 tells us that He wants to do abundantly above and beyond all that we could ever ask or think. But there's a clincher in this verse and it's according to His work within us so the extent to which he's allowed to work in us will be the extent to which he does great things through us so if you're in a season of refining i want you to lean in i want you to trust the loving hand of your precious savior and know that he will lead you to the other side many of us get so used to being in want that we don't have a clue what to do when we finally get those things that we ask for have you ever prepared for what you're asking the Lord to do in your life? Just take a minute and ask yourself, have you actually prepared for it? There are a lot of things that he's unable to release to us because we would squander it. And if there's something in your heart that you've been passioning God for, if there's something in your heart that you've been asking him for and you're yet to receive it, I want to challenge you to really look at your life and see if you're prepared for it. You're asking God for a child. Do you have the emotional capacity? Do you have the spiritual capacity to take care of a child? Do you have the financial capacity to take care of a child? You're asking God for a spouse. Have you trained yourself? Have you worked on yourself? Do you have a heart big enough to accommodate another person? We all blindly ask for things without thinking about what it'll cost us to maintain. Have you ever wondered why the prodigal son ended up in the pig pen? It's interesting that he was so anxious to get his inheritance, but he didn't even have a plan. 
He didn't even start a business. Even when he got the wealth, he didn't even invest it in anything. He just went and spent the money on pleasures. And he kept on spending and spending till it was all gone. Now this tells us that there's a danger in receiving the blessing before you're ready. I remember an adage about the butterfly that was in a cocoon and someone felt that he could hasten the process and he broke the cocoon and guess what happens? That larva that was meant to be a butterfly dies. He forgot that it takes time. It takes time and it takes preparation. So this tells us that a blessing that comes before you're being ready is dangerous and it is detrimental. Even God himself will not give you what you cannot handle. So when we receive what we fail to make room for, we can end up feeling overwhelmed and that can lead to self-sabotage. Just take a look at the story of the ten virgins in Matthew chapter 25. Now this is a very good example of preparing for an answered prayer. Now they're all in the right place and at the right time. And they went out together to meet the bridegroom. But only half of them were wise enough to carry some extra oil. And the foolish virgins knew he was coming. And they went out to meet him. And when he got there, they missed it. They wasted so much time and the bridegroom was delayed. And they still allowed themselves to fall asleep without doing what they needed to do to stay ready. Now the question is, how many of us are blowing up opportunities due to lack of self-preparation? How many of us have sabotaged ourselves in the heart? This is sabotage of the heart. I want you to understand that faith without works is dead. If you're asking God for something and you're not prepared for it, don't even expect it. And if it does come, it's going to destroy you. I believe we're in a time where God wants us to all prepare to receive. It may not look like it, but I want you to get that when you ask God for something and it takes time to come to you, you should look around and ask yourself, am I really ready to receive this thing? Am I actually ready to receive this thing I'm asking for? The faith of Abraham to say yes, to leave his home and follow God into the unknown surely wasn't his first step of obedience and faithfulness. And it likely came after numerous untold steps of saying yes to trust God. Now Abraham had no doubt because he had been in training for that. He had been in training for years, yes, for years. And after all, he was 75 years old when God called him and told him to go. Now the faith we see recorded in Genesis had been formed tested and refined over those 75 years and after those 75 years of training it brought him to the pivotal moment in Genesis chapter 12 and as significant as Abraham's yes was he didn't just say yes for saying sake he agreed to leave Haram he agreed to follow God into the unknown and that was just the beginning of his story now what follows here is not just blissful but what follows here are countless other trials and decisions for Abraham. There were moments of deciding whether to say yes to God and trust him to lead him through the next challenge. God was indeed faithful to each one. God was very faithful to every time Abraham agreed to walk with him. And yes, 
Abraham was being led by God. Abraham was being equipped by God. Abraham was being protected by God. But now the question is, what about you? I'm sure you're asking, how can you also experience an Abraham-like faith? How can you also be prepared to place your trust in God when the big moments come in your life? The story we know of Abraham begins with a step. He didn't know where he was going or why he was going or what he would face along the way. He simply said, yes. He simply said yes and walked with God. Then he continued to take step after step in obedience and trusting that each step would deepen his faith and bring him closer to God. And by faith, when Abraham was called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. So your first step with God may not be this big. We're not all called to move to a new place, but obedience and trust is what is required. You need to trust God so we can step out of our comfort zones, so we can step beyond our status quo, so we can step out of our current circumstances. And it's in each step that we learn to trust God. In the highs and in the lows, we learn to trust God. We trust God through the small challenges and we prepare to trust God in the big storms that life brings. Now each step we take with God is training our hearts to know Him. It's training our hearts to know Him and trust His power. You see, there's so many things that we're praying for. There's so many things that we're expecting God to do for us in this season of our lives. Some of us are praying for new homes. Some of us are praying for relationships. Some of us are praying for new careers. Some of us are praying for new opportunities. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready? David didn't just magically kill Goliath. Did you know that? While he was being a shepherd boy in the field, David had killed lions and bears. So the courage that David displayed on the battlefield against Goliath was not just as a result of the Spirit of God being with him. If David had no training, it would have been a slaughter. But David was training in the secret place. David was getting himself ready and when the opportunity showed itself, David took it without thinking thrice. So are you ready? Are you ready for the blessing that God has in store for you? Because if you're not, it could probably kill you. But I also want us to understand that with each blessing that comes, there's responsibility. And in order for us to show God that we can be trusted with this new responsibility, we have to show him that we are prepared to receive it. And we do that by showing him how we handle what we already have. So the question is this, you're believing God for a new car. How are you handling the old one? You're believing God for a spouse. How are you handling your life? Same applies for a child. Or you're believing God for a new job. Have you been faithful in your old one? Or you're believing God for a business of your own. Have you been able to handle the business of others well? Have you been able to handle other people's businesses well? 
these are the questions we need to ask ourselves because it's these little things that matter God does not look at how efficiently or effectively or speedily you do things he looks at the heart with which you serve so if you're not prepared in the place of your heart if you're not prepared in the place of your mind if you're not prepared all around that blessing that's coming may be detrimental to you God's ready to bless you all he needs is just for you to get ready God bless you Right on radio. Right on radio.